Right, so it's Richard Bowson here until midday today. And today on A Story to Tell, I've got John Shapter in. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning. Yeah, very well, thank you. Fabulous. Come a bit closer to the microphone for me. Okay. Then we, then we can hear you a bit better. So, uh, so yeah, John is a barber from Newtown Barbers in Trowbridge, and he's going to tell us all about the life as a barber, the skills and the stories behind it as well. So, first of all, John, tell us, how long have you been a barber for, then? I've only been a barber for about five years now okay yeah not that long then not long at all i was mainly more hairdressing okay so what's uh, the difference between hairdressing and barbering then uh that's a good question uh i would say obviously barbering you are cutting gents mainly gents hair i yeah. do have a few female clients sort of come in but yeah just cutting gents hair okay um so you had the hairdressing before, yes. so is that mainly ladies, I'm, I suppose, or yeah, the combination of both? combination of both. Um, yes, combination of yeah, both. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. So whereabouts did you work before then? So I, I was down in Taunton, and I used to work for Tony and Guy. Okay, so big national brand then? Very big national brand, and having Tony and Guy on your CV just opens up lots of doors really right so you and how long did you work for tony and guy for uh, over 10 years over 10 years yeah, okay and yeah. how was it working for a national company like tony and guy then it's it did give me a lot of opportunity okay um i've done a lot of stage work with them uh lots of trips up into london Okay, so when you say stage work, what does that actually entail then? Uh, just getting a model up on stage, doing their hair, talking about what you've done with their hair, uh, which will lead into the next uh, session of haircuts for, okay. the, for the next year. Okay, so these are models that are going, what, on billboards and stuff? Or? Yeah, billboards, catwalks, okay. uh, London Fashion Week... I'm trying to imagine the scenes behind the scenes on London Fashion Week. Hectic. Yeah, I was going to say, and I, I know. So many years ago, I performed in a uh, in down in Torquay, mm. and uh, we were doing our dancing. For those that don't know, I'm a dance teacher, yeah. and uh, we were performing with a group of loads of other cabaret artists. And there was a lot of, there's no other way to describe this. A lot of naked bodies backstage there as are people a were changing, lot of naked bodies and, and people people just didn't care. No, you just you literally can't. strip. Yes. So you had the pleasure of lots of models stripping in yeah. front of you. Beautiful people. This must have been a really hard, you know, hard job to do. It was a hard job to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be focused, professional. Yeah, yeah. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from that moment, shall we? Um, okay. So you've been you were a hairdresser at Tony and Guy for yeah. quite a while. So yeah. what made you move into being a barber then? Um, I just enjoyed just doing gents' hair. Really, that was where my forte was. Uh, when the opportunity came up in Bristol, I worked at the barbers there, and then over a period of time, it brought me down to Trowbridge. The wonderful world of Trowbridge and Newtown Barbers. Newtown Barbers. Which is where I go. So just to lay my cards on the table, John <laughs> is my barber. Yes, so yes. for all those photos you see of my hair looking in pristine condition, yeah. it is thanks to this man sat in front of me right now. I, I do. I do. Try my best. Try my best. That's all I can do. <laughs> and you do a very good job. The, the one thing I've really noticed that's different about Newtown Barbers, and we'll talk about it much more in detail mm. later, is actually the time that you guys spend yeah. and the attention to detail. So that's quite unusual usual quite often you know i've had my hair cut i'm 48 years old now i've had my hair cut thousands of times i'm guessing over the years yeah. and quite often you get in and it's like seven minutes done quick shave cut 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 off you yeah. go but yeah. you guys aren't quite the same as that so is that kind of a philosophy of you guys or is that the the shop itself i think it's it's the shop itself um what is the point of rushing a haircut and chasing the money because that person or that client won't come back if you're just chasing the money. You've got to take time. You've got to, you've got to enjoy what you do. And if you're enjoying what you do, you will have the better haircut. Yeah. Um, and plus your parents spring in people's steps. You can destroy someone's weekend or you can make someone's weekend. 
Well, I always know that I, I you know, I've got a big event coming up next week, mm. and I like try and time it so that I get my hair cut at the right point. Cause you don't want it just cut, yeah, because then it can look almost too sharp. Yeah, just kind of want a few days post yeah, it to for bed me. in. To bed in is That's that the phrase? Is it? Yeah, well, we'll use that phrase today. <laughs> so yeah, just to bed in. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so there's a number of people working in Newtown Bowers. As yeah. I say, we'll talk about them a little bit later on. Um, but what do you think makes a great barber then? Oh, you just got to listen. Okay. Um, communication skills is is key. Uh, and you just got to be honest with your clients. If they say they come in and say, right, I want, I don't know, four back and sides. Anyone can do a four back and sides. Okay, so this is a grade four shave yeah. with shave the clippers. With the clippers. Right. But it's about... Putting, going that extra mile, uh, making the lines a lot sharper, taking it down on the neckline, tapering it in. So what tapering it in means is like taking it a lot closer in round round the back. So it's, so the haircut will just grow out okay. nicely. Because I always know when I was a kid and mm. I used to go into the barbers or the yeah. hairdressers, wherever it may have been, yeah. and they'd always used to say to me, you know, do you want it tapered or squared at the back? Yes. And I'll be honest with you, I had no idea what the difference yeah. was between the two. I'm 15 years old, going into the barbers for the first time, yeah. and I don't know the answer. And I just used to guess because yeah. I had no idea. Um, so do you kind of advise which is kind of the better way to do it or is there a better way to do it? Um... Yeah, there is, but I think over the years of experience I, I've got personally, you just know what looks better for that client, what suits that client. But you will have a conversation all the way through the haircut, how they wear their hair, what do they prefer, um, and that just goes all the way through and it must be quite difficult because i'm guessing you've had the scenarios that some sometimes somebody will come in and mm. say i want this haircut and yeah. you look and you go you ain't having that haircut no, that's, that's not, not going to suit work, you is it? <laughs> you know you're not George, uh, brad pitt or something like that or george clooney that's not going to happen no and that must be quite difficult to kind of manage those expectations i suppose yeah but then it's like you just got to be honest you know you just got to be honest Fair enough. Um, now, customer service is always quite important. And, you know, we, we have the classic things of, you know, being a barber. Yeah. Do you have, and it's always a question that I want to go behind the curtains of almost. Do you have your stock questions if the conversation is dry mm. that you kind of go, I know if I ask this question, they're going to start talking. Yeah. What, holidays. Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> is That's it? the one. Holidays. Because, uh, yeah, everybody wants to go on holiday, don't they? You know, or... So I suppose coming up to summer, is it, are you going on holiday? Yeah. And then post-summer, where did you go where on holiday? Go? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then coming up to Christmas, what are your plans for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really bad, but it does get them talking and then you just lead on to other things. It's just about getting people comfortable. Like today, it's like we're travelling in and this is my worst nightmare. You're doing amazing so it far. Is, You're doing it great. It is my worst nightmare of being put on the spot because i'm not in control now no 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 it's I'm terrible not cutting hair or anything like that do you know i was i was being interviewed myself recently by bbc radio and uh, about my business and yeah. it's really weird being on the other side so for me personally i'm sat this side of the desk i know the questions that are going to be asked i yeah. see the plan in front of me and yeah. it's easiest thing in the world yeah when you're on the other side you're like i don't know what's going to happen next yeah that's it we're this just having it. a chat it's it's yeah. fine it really is fine now i know because we've spoken quite a lot mm. that you've recently become a father as well how is that loving working out life. for you absolutely loving it she's one year, 14 months now 14 months yeah. so it must be walking i'm guessing walking, by now climbing um into everything our place our home is like fort knox now is it yes have you got the stair gates everywhere yeah it's beautiful there's a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm glad i left it a lot later on in life yes it's quite quite if i if i can ask the uh the always awkward question how young are you john uh 49 49 was it this year your 50th or next year next year next year the door of 50. i equally turn 50 next year uh, as well so it's, it's it's frightening and it how are you feeling so about great. that uh, 
I'll tell you when I get there, because <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to have a wobble. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be absolutely if fine. If I come in with leather trousers, I've got a Porsche parked outside. And uh, done your motorbike licence yes, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's that, the midlife crisis moment. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so leaving fatherhood late in life, that's that's quite an interesting decision to make. Is that obviously you've made those choices, yeah. uh, you know, but being more mature, do you feel like you're more able to cope with it now, I suppose? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I really do. And I found someone who can put up with me. Wow. That's so, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's really good. Really Aww. good. Wouldn't change it for the world. Now, what's really lovely is that we're talking about barbering and, mm. and you're there and it's quite not serious necessarily, but you're kind of animated a little bit. As soon as we start talking about you being a father, mm. you are lighting up, yeah. which is which is lovely to see. It is. It, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure Helen would want another child, but I want to retire at some point. Do you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you might need to work for a few more years yet yeah, then. Uh, <laughs> which I don't want to do. <laughs> well, we're going to have a little break from music. When we come back, we're going to be talking about actual skills of being a barber. So we'll be okay. back with John after this. Across Bath, Westbury and Warminster, this is Radio Bath. It's getting boring, this stupid boy thing. Can't seem to find the one Cause it's the same line Right guy the wrong time It's Richard Boverson here until midday today on A Story to Tell. We've got John Shapter, who is a barber, and we're going to talk now about the skills about being a barber. <laughs> so this is where your processes come out, John. We find out the inner details about what being a barber is all about. So let's look at my hair. So you've cut my hair probably a couple of dozen times now. Yeah. Okay, At the moment, as you probably notice, it needs a little bit of a cut um, itself. But kind of what would be the process behind cutting somebody's hair where would you start where would you finish oh okay um obviously you start with the consultation consultation is key of where you're actually going to go with the hair and what the client wants really um i always start off say with the clippers start off on the sides and work from left to write okay that's how how i do it yeah um other people start off at the back or start from the right okay so we've got the clippers and then you've got so say somebody wanted a grade one would you start off a higher grade and then work down to grade one or would you start at grade one and come back up no i start off on a higher grade okay so i start off on like a like a one and a half and then work down to a one okay um some people just start with a one fabulous uh it's it's personal personal preference okay really so during lockdown my mm. wife had the wonderful pleasure because obviously nowhere was open yeah okay of cutting my hair yeah and to start with it yeah. was fine because yeah. the shape was there and i think she just kind of followed the shape yeah after a while that shape was no longer there okay so on the top then how mm. would you kind of work out how much to cut and how little to cut i think <sighs> How I, how I do it is basically you section it off uh, on the top um, and then you visualise with your client of showing how much you want to take off. And again, that's really difficult because you say how much you want. And it's that classic thing, isn't it? I can picture it now yeah. of your fingers holding some of my hair above it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how much should come off. But then it all depends on when the last time you had it cut so hair grows a certain amount obviously um so say if you came back in what two weeks or four weeks we would just take that that amount off until you tell me something different and you want a total (laughs) change and um yeah, we're, 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 we stick to that. I'm keeping my hair as it is just for now. Now, one of the difficult things, I'm guessing, must be different hair types. So mm. we have very different hair types, yes. for instance. Yeah. Um, so how would you cut your hair, for instance, in comparison to my hair? So with your hair, because your hair is so straight, it would be using sections. Right. With my hair, um, it's more visual. Okay. Uh, you can't really grab an afro hair and put it in sections so everything's done freehand oh wow yeah. which is i'm guessing more skillful than my hair uh, i'm gonna say yes 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So the lad who cuts my hair, Callie. Well, any of the boys in the shop, actually, to be fair. They um, just do it all visual. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's a talent. It's a talent to cut people's hair. Now, is there extra pressure mm. if you are cutting one of your colleagues' hair? Because presumably, you know, you are in, you are in a barber shop. Yes. You are the advert yes. for the hair. Yes. So if Callie's cutting your hair, yeah. is he like going, oh, I better get this right? I don't know, actually. Do you I'm not? I'm going to ask him. Do? I'm going to ask him when, because I need a haircut. Okay. So I will ask him. Okay. And then say, it's just another haircut, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a big girl. Come on, sit down. <laughs> you can do it. You can really do it. So, again, just with different people's hairs, it mm. must be quite difficult if they come in and say, I want this particular hairstyle and something completely separate would suit them. Have you ever kind of pushed somebody down a road and gone, actually, this would really suit you? Have you gone down that road before? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm sure I have in my, in my um, uh, time. Um I think if someone comes in with a picture, mm, yeah, I've done and, that, and um, says, "Yeah, oh, I really like this haircut," but you know it won't suit them. Okay. So what you would do, you take bits from that picture, so and just tweak it into that into the hairstyle what yeah. that client wanted i've definitely done that i've gone in with pictures and gone mm. that's the hairstyle yeah. i'd like Cause it's, it's quite difficult sometimes to imagine what you actually want yes yeah definitely definitely Yourself. because people don't know people are don't know how to describe their hair you know they just sit down and just say i want a short back and sides yeah and you're like well one how short uh, and most people say like a, a one but then you've got to adapt that one on the sides and the back and take it put like put like a taper in um take the edges a little bit shorter to give it a, more of a sharper finish and it is all about the finish of the haircut okay you know? now there's lots of different types of haircuts certainly from the the men's perspective mm. which are the most challenging to do is it like the easiest haircut in the world i'm guessing must be somebody that's shall we say follically challenged i.e bald on top yeah that you just run the clippers over okay yeah. compared to somebody else that's wanting something more complex so which kind of the easiest ones and which are the more difficult ones see that's the thing you you say if so if someone was um came in and just said oh i want to run all over because i haven't got hardly any hair yeah um but that one all over needs to be seamless okay because it's it's easy to just throw a one clipper straight over but you need to do the edges as crisp as possibly can uh and you just need to take your time everything is about time and perfection okay so that's the the shall we say the bald side of things mm. okay Wh which is the most challenging ones to do then so i, I know there's skin fade skin fade okay so explain what a skin fade is for those that aren't aware so a skin fade is uh where you go down to to your scalp right to skin okay and it's got to be seamless so you start with a two, the two's the longest at the top, and you just go down to skin, and it's got to be no lines, it's got to be seamless, and it's just, the shape's got to flow. Yeah, oh, amazing. Okay, now, we're going to move on to slightly something slightly different, and that is other parts of gentlemen's heads right. that have hair okay, okay so we're now talking ear hair okay nose hair yeah eyebrow hair yeah on all of these things is that the type of stuff you get involved with as well i mean i've seen like the videos of like flash fire almost in ears Ooh. um what's your thoughts on all of that that's not my that's more of uh, a turkish okay barber but men's grooming is taken off it really has. Everybody wants to be as sharp as they possibly can and 
No one wants air. No one tells you about air. No, no. It just sprouts. All of a sudden, you get past 40 and you go, what's all that stuff on my ear? Definitely. How did I get that four-inch hair sticking out of my (laughs) ear? Yeah, yeah. I blame David Beckham for it, by the way. Why? He he is the person, because Mm. I remember seeing um, newspaper adverts or newspaper articles, and uh, it was like... They actually pictures his eyebrows Didn't and saying they? at one point they were really bushy and then all of a sudden they were sculpted eyebrows yeah. and from that moment on you I think, sculpt your eyebrows i personally i i pluck my eyebrows do you? Yeah, i do yeah absolutely I, I used to have like the big bit in the middle i used to have a mono brow Did you? yeah and that that's all gone many years ago um so yeah i try and try and look after myself yeah. i'm on stage on a daily basis so this is, this is the thing men screaming it's just taken off yeah it really has i mean but i think we need to keep up with the females. Very much and this so. This is what it is. And we don't know? have to be embarrassed about it. No. I pluck my ears. I'll, I'll say it now, live on radio. Yeah. So, yeah, if I've got any ear hairs in any way, shape or form, um, and if anybody sees any hairs on me that are in the wrong place, yeah. please do feel free to let me know. Right. That would be great. <laughs> I, was, I was dancing with a chap once. He had these nose hairs that were literally about an inch long that were all uh, coming out see. of his nose. And I bet you were just focused on those nose hairs. I couldn't see anything else, if I'm honest uh, with you. Yeah, I really yeah. couldn't. I really Did couldn't. Did you tell him? No, no, I didn't. He was uh, he was a more mature gentleman, and I, right, I decided okay. to, uh, to, <laughs> to, not. To, to let him be on that occasion. Now, I'm going to ask some questions here regarding... So, the hair's now been cut. Yeah. Okay. We're now going to styling. Okay. okay. Now, over the years, I've received loads of different advice of mm. putting gel, wax, yeah. clay on wet hair, slightly damp hair, dry hair kind of is there a right or a wrong way to do it? No. kind of what way would you suggest so for hair like mine so i've kind of got a short back and size yeah. to some degree um what way would you suggest that somebody like myself would style their hair and which type of product would be better oh yeah but the thing is there's so many different products out there and it's a minefield it really is a minefield and i think you've just got to find what works for you yeah i could say a product i like say clay which is quite a matte product doesn't give much shine or anything like that but then the client might go home and try a different product and works better for them yeah so yeah you advise them but it's not set in stone no, I mean, I think for most men, and I, I'm saying this very very blanket-wise, and mm. I might be wrong on this, yeah. but I would suggest most men, if they're needing to buy hair products, yeah. look along the aisle and yeah. go, what's on offer? Yeah. And then go, that will do. And yes. it will kind of work out yeah, for me. Definitely, um, definitely. I've tried so many over the years. I have tried the ones that you've suggested as well, and they've yeah. worked very, very well. Yeah. Um, and what I find interesting is that uh, if I put it on wet hair, it mm. looks completely different than if I do it on dry hair. Mm. So my hair today, I actually did the um, my products while my hair was still quite damp, and therefore it has more of a wet, sticky feel yes. to it. But if I did it when it was dry, I think it would look completely different. Yeah. Am I right in that one? Yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, but then, same again, it all depends. Depends if you, how much time you had in the morning. Yeah. Um, it depends on if you stayed with the same product or you've tried something else. Or it depends on a lot of things, really. Yeah. That doesn't really answer it, does it? That's all right. It's as good an answer <laughs> as I've ever had, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think personally for me, my hair looks best if I hair dryer it. Ah, mm. here's a tip that you actually do in your salon, which I, or your bar shop, which I didn't realise makes such a difference, okay? And this is tip of the day okay. I'm going to say out here. And that is, if you dry your hair, then I didn't know what the cool feature was for. Yes. So tell people, what's so, the cool feature for in a hair dryer? When you... When you're drying your hair, most people dry their hair on the hottest heat ever. And it just creates fullness. But if you dry it on the hot heat, then put it on a cold heat, that will close all the hair cuticles and you won't create that volume. So we're looking for fuzz versus non-fuzz. And uh, that for me was groundbreaking yeah it really I was charged you, for that. you should have I and should've. now we've now we've given it free to everyone on radio so <laughs> no, i'm gonna be skinned <laughs> but if you do come to newtown barbers you get that service done <laughs> yeah. for you so uh, we're gonna have a little break for music mm. when we come back we're gonna be talking about keeping in shape uh.
It's Richard Bovesson here until midday today. On a story to tell, it's John Shapter come in, talking all about being a barber. We're into our second hour now. John, how are you doing so far? Yeah, very well, thank you. Doing lovely. It's really interesting to hear about it all. So um, so being a barber does require being in, I'm guessing, pretty good shape. You're on your feet all day, mm. every day. So yeah. how do you keep in shape for being a barber to start with? Um... Good question. Uh, I go to the gym a lot. Okay, That's, that is my that is my bag. Um, I get up pretty early. What do you call pretty early, John? Uh, I would say four o'clock in the morning. Okay, that is pretty early. Yeah. That's that's me getting up from from my nighttime wee. That's yeah. that's as far as that <laughs> yeah. goes. Yeah. So four o'clock up, hit the gym at half four, and then go to work and then go to work yes okay so, i suppose the reason is why i get up so early is that it gives me family time in the in the evenings okay so i don't have to once i'm home i'm home yeah that's it so you get um, your priorities so gym first thing in the morning yeah. being a barber during the day yeah. being a father during the evening yeah. and a and uh, is it husband or partner partner or partner yeah, whichever yeah. way around it is yeah. these days so uh, and that's the lovely helen yeah. of course okay so being in the gym how, how do you love being in the gym what's your favorite things to do there then well, all of it <laughs> no i think it just it just gives me that my headspace okay and i don't have to talk to anyone i just plug myself in and that's it Okay, and that's my hour and a half in the gym with a few hand sh- uh, hand waves to to other people, and that's it. That's that's my time. Because I'm guessing during the day you're speaking to people all the time. So this is kind of a time when you don't have to speak to people. Yeah. Definitely. Which is which yeah, is yeah. always quite nice yeah, it is. as well. It is. Yeah. So I, I used to go to the gym quite a lot when I was in my early twenties and mm. stuff. And we had a classic phrase of UBOs. I don't know if that still exists now or not as a as a phrase, but upper body only gym people. Right, so okay. They, they had these like triangular shapes yeah. on the top and yeah. then itty bitty legs. Yeah. Does, does that still happen out in the I'm gym? I'm sure world? it still does happen. Yeah. But I I I I try to do to do, to do legs because get my words out because everybody wants to have that big chest and the big yeah. arms and all of that but nobody thinks about the legs and because no. they're not really seen that much and I don't, well until the summer well there is that yeah then you got your pigeon legs out and <laughs> that's it, isn't it? <laughs> and then everybody's looking at you it's just like yeah do legs now when i was doing some research about yourself john i mm. saw some pictures from boxing but yeah. that's all i could really find i know so so you used to do some boxing then i used to do boxing i used to do kickboxing i did kickboxing for about over eight years okay and i got to my second dan which is uh your black belt right with um gold stripes on okay so yeah i got to that then i stepped over to do some white collar boxing white collar boxing yeah i've never heard that phrase before. so it's, it's just basically amateurs having six weeks training eight weeks training okay and then they just step in the ring and just beat ten thousand <laughs> living <laughs> out of each other yeah. so so you did that yes okay yeah. how was that experience for you it's good. It was good. Yeah, definitely. Because there's nowhere to hide. No. Nowhere to hide it. And people actually pay money to see you fight. Now, my dad is an ex-professional boxer. He's, yes. He stopped uh, being a boxer when I was born because mm. apparently he used to come back and if it didn't go well, he was quite beaten up and yeah. I'd cry. Yeah. So he stopped being a professional boxer. Yeah. Um, but because of that, I did some boxing when I was a kid as well. Yeah. Now, when I was 10, I was 11 stone yeah. and boxing's done on weight. Yeah. So therefore, I was in the ring with people that were 16 yeah. as a 10-year-old, which was quite scary, if I'm honest yeah, with you. Definitely. And for me... Those three minutes mm. are the longest minutes of my entire life, <laughs> yeah. followed by the shortest one minute in the break. Yeah. It's like you sit down and you're standing back up and like these three minutes are going on forever. Yeah. How, so in amateur boxing that you did, mm. was it like lots of rounds? No. How did it go uh, for that? Three rounds. Three rounds. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you what. See, I thought I was fit. Kickboxing kept me fit. 
but boxing is a total total different ball game in what way because they're always on you there's yeah. nowhere to hide in a boxing ring and um with kickboxing you can keep people away by the length of your legs when you're throwing a, a kick or something like that and that actually gives you time to breathe yeah with boxing is that you haven't got time to breathe because they're always coming forward always coming forward always coming at you yeah so would you recommend people doing kickboxing or boxing then if you had the choice <laughs> if i had the choice say hmm. well i'm gonna bring my little girl up to do kickboxing okay that's yeah. interesting then yeah so you're gonna make sure that she can defend herself yes okay definitely. really important yeah. in life oh god yeah it is yeah i have to say if i've i've worked on the other skill of being able to run away yeah so that's that's my my defense skills that's a good skill to have um yeah, yeah it's uh that's the first skill you should have yeah yeah definitely don't fight in the first no, place totally not there you go kids don't fight in the first place <laughs> yeah. is the, uh, is the <laughs> best thing to do yeah now we're going to get move on slightly quickly to um to about being a barber again and mm. kind of how you got into it so what made you become a barber or a hairdresser in hairdresser. the first place? Well, um, I just walked down the street and I thought I could, I walked past a salon and I thought, yeah, I could do that. Okay. Walked in, got a job. Right. There and then, uh, got a flat with the job. Okay. And that's where my career started. And I was working in Shepton Mallet. Okay. And uh, yeah, I did three years at college over in Strode over in streets and yeah it just took off from there so that's how you got into mm. it so if somebody wants to get into hairdressing yeah. or barbering yeah um then that's kind of the the normal route is it to go to college and do all of that yeah definitely okay. yeah because you need you need your paperwork um but a lot of people do it all in-house as well right so like an apprenticeship within the barbers or or the salon okay. instead of going to college now, one of the other things which I've seen that you guys, I believe, I don't know if you still do it in Newtown Barbels or not, is all the different patterns that you can have are kind of put into your hair. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not sure how many colleges teach that. No, I've, you, you teach yourself. You teach yourself yeah, that? you do teach yourself. Okay. Yeah. Is, it, is that one of your skills that you can do? Um, I, can, I can do the basics. Right. Yeah. But there are some very talented people out there who can do some really interesting designs in people's hair. Because that must be kind of trial or error, I suppose. Yeah, Just definitely. kind of, I think I'll do this little bit here. Oh, yeah. that didn't quite go right. As long as you've got some good mates. Right, okay. Yeah. So it's all about having the mates to practice to on. To practice on. It's, <laughs> that's it. It's just practice and practice and repeat until you get to that standard of... You can start to charge. Okay. Yeah. All right. And does anybody in Newtown Barbers currently do that service? Um, I think we, we all do. Okay. Um, but it's it's pretty. We don't do it all the time. It's only when like the the youngsters come in and say, "Oh, can I have a, like a design there?" Yeah. But cat scratches are still are quite a big thing you're gonna to have to explain what a cat scratcher is so it's um a scratch what <laughs> oh okay so imagine a cat has yeah. scratched down the back yeah. of your hair yeah okay i, I can now two, imagine that just two lines on the side right and that's classed as a cat scratch okay I, I mean for the benefit of the tape i actually just did that with my hand which i'm realizing you can't see <laughs> um but yeah so i'm imagining my my claws going down yeah. the back of somebody's hair yeah and that's known as a cat scratch yes okay yeah. that's yeah. fantastic I, know. <laughs> I, I, I may have to see if i can get a cat scratch next you, time i come could in do that for you you could and yeah. the good thing is i suppose that you could try it to start and if it didn't like it we just go to a grade one uh you have to go closer closer it? than that yeah. okay i'm i might not do it then I've, <laughs> I've already volunteered once on radio which i am doing next year as part of my 50th to do a skydive for charity okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which i'll be doing you're welcome to join me of course john there's no problem with that uh, everybody's welcome to join me on this right, skydive okay. um but uh yeah i might not say live on radio i'm gonna have the cat scratches <laughs> in my hair we're gonna have another little break for music when we come back we're actually going to be talking about newtown barbers themselves and kind of the whole of the shop environment as well so we'll be mm. right back after this the nursery hilberton Sunshine, 
There's Sunshine and Gabrielle there. So it's Richard Bovesen here until midday today. And on a story to tell, we've got John Chapter. He's in. And we're going to talk now about Newtown Barbers itself. So the actual shop itself, John, as we're going to chat about. Mm. So... I know it's a really obvious thing, but where is Newtown Barbers? In Newtown. In Newtown. This is in Trovegas or yeah. Trowbridge. Uh, Trovegas is as the yokels know it. I live in <laughs> Trovegas myself. Um, so, yeah, it's right on, the, uh, right on the street, isn't it? Yeah, opposite the primary school. Yeah, so it's yeah. loads of parking outside. Yeah, so dead easy to get to. Yeah, very easy. So, uh, so that's all good. So how is it working in Newtown Barbers? And how long have you been there personally? It's uh, funny that. We were talking about yesterday. So... When when was the first lockdown? How many years ago was it? Twenty twenty, I believe. Right, so just before them. Okay. I started, yeah. And what brought you to Newtown Barbers and what made you think I must work here or I, I'm I going to work here? I needed a haircut. You needed a haircut? I needed a okay. haircut and my partner Helen goes go to Newtown Barbers. They're right. really, really good. So I went in, got my haircut by the owner, Mel and walked out with a job okay yeah so what literally while you're getting your haircut yeah. you're like i need a job yeah i'm a i'm a hairdresser or a yeah. barber and uh and that's it the rest <laughs> is history and the rest is history. Yeah. so how does it work then in in a bar i don't really understand is it that you kind of get paid like per haircut or do you get a daily wage or kind of how does that work side of it is it franchise or seats it's it's seats so okay. we, we uh we rent a seat right so we pay that every every week and the rest is ours so okay. more bums on seats the more pennies we get so you're you're spending time in here is costing you money effectively yeah. oh yeah. well i've got to give you the bill later. okay yeah. good uh, i'll come and get my haircut maybe that will we'll do it that <laughs> so how many of you generally work in uh, newtown bubs okay so who mm. have you got working there then? so we have mel who is the owner we have callie we have Morgan and you have myself. And Morgan's fairly new, isn't he? Yeah, Morgan's fairly new. He's been on the shop floor for about a year now. Okay. Yeah. Because when I first started going there, he wasn't cutting hair at no. all. And then all of a sudden I turned around and, and you're uh, almost supervising him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we've taken the stabilizers off and <laughs> he's off and running. Yeah, he's doing very well, bless him, but we won't tell him that. No, don't uh, tell him no. that. No, his head will get even bigger. Yeah, I know. Uh, so how would you describe kind of the ambience and the vibe of Newtown Barbers then? What would you feel it's like? So, I just, I feel like it, it's, it's a very, it's a very upbeat, happy uh, barber's shop you know we have great clients there's no dramas long as the work what walks out the door is top notch everybody's happy it's always busy always busy it is always busy so you must be doing something right yeah. i'm guessing yeah definitely yeah we are we are we are doing something right because there's so many barbers around and you've you've got to be you've got to be on the top of your game. And it's never quiet in there in regards to not as in customers that are mm. coming in, but it's always got that kind of vibe of something's happening. Even yeah, if there's a couple a of it you in there. A lot of banter. A lot of banter. We'll, we'll go down that route. Yeah, there's a lot of banter, <laughs> a lot of laughing, but the quality of work is good. Yeah, and I suppose for you guys, it keeps you entertained as well, because you've cut hair and you, you will be on the, what we call in the learning circle, the unconsciously competent. So you know what you're doing mm. and you don't really have to think about it too no, much. not too much. So therefore you have the mind space to be able to chat to people and, and yeah. talk. Yeah, which is hard, which is hard actually, because sometimes you start, you get engrossed in a conversation and you stop cutting. Yeah. Um, you've got to try and do both. At the same time. And it's quite difficult if you've got the clippers or the hairdryer going mm. to kind of have that flowing conversation yes. sometimes, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. do you have to book to go to Newtown Barbers? No, it's a wa walk-in service. Okay. But you might be waiting there for, for, for a while because <laughs> we are so busy. Yeah, yeah. and that's... I, when I go, certainly, I kind of take along my work laptop with me because yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to walk straight in and see mm. yourself or if I have to wait an hour sometimes, yeah. sometimes longer. Sometimes longer. Um, and that's just that's just life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You've got to be prepared, really. <laughs> You've got to uh, take your lunch and uh, a flask of coffee <laughs> if you... It's like never come in on a Saturday. We're open okay. at uh, half... 
Seven o'clock, I was going to say. Seven o'clock on a Saturday. Seven o'clock on the morning on a Saturday, and people are queuing outside at half six. Wow. Okay. Which is mental. It is mental to get a haircut. (laughs) Are there any... Now, I know we're saying this now, and therefore it might become the busier days, Mm. but are there any days that are slightly quieter if you kind of wanted to come in and think, right, I'm going to get my haircut and have it done reasonably quickly? Oh, um, I'm really thinking about this. Um, no, not really. No, they're no, always busy. Really. It's always busy. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Now, we have the scenario mm. that there's four of you working in yeah. there, and I come and see you each time. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, to start with, before kind of we knew each other in any way, shape, or form, I'd come in and I'm like, right, I want John to cut my hair. Yeah. I don't want the other people in there to cut yeah. my hair because John did a really good job last yeah. time. If somebody says, it's your turn next, because that's how it works. You kind of go in there, you sit down, and then you, as a customer, you observe who's next type of thing. And it's your job as a customer to do that. Mm. Um, How do the other barbers feel when you say, I don't want you, I want John or Callum or whoever it may be? Everybody's fine about it. Right. You You just take it on the chin. But if that client sits in your chair, say... Well, yeah, if that client sits in your chair, you've got to win them over to be your regular client. Okay. You know? So the battle's then on. If I went yeah. and sat in Mel's chair, for instance, yeah. for him And I'll to- be like, why has he done that? <laughs> what, what, what was wrong with that last haircut? <laughs> oh, so you have that moment then if somebody does go yeah, somewhere else yeah, yeah. and you go, ah, oh, they yeah. didn't come back to me or they're not that bothered. Yeah, but they've come back to the shop. Okay. Which is the main main idea which is the win-win situation on that occasion as long as they're coming back you don't mind but obviously for you personally you'd rather somebody came back to you each time because i know when i first started coming there i i I didn't mind you all you're all great and i'm sure it's the same scenario now um i i kind of personally i i cherish my hair to some degree Mm. and people always say to me they never notice that i have my hair cut see that's that's me doing a good job is it why is that then well it's, uh, you know, you've got a good haircut, isn't okay. it? Okay. You know? I suppose it's keeping its shape, isn't it? Yeah, keeping its shape. And even when your style gets a bit longer, the shape is still there. Right. And that shows a good haircut. Now I'm blowing my own trumpet, <laughs> but that shows a good haircut. The longer the hair is, but the shape's still in there. There you go. I know. That's my, that's my job done. There you go. Puts a spring in my step. So anybody can go in and anybody can book. And this yeah. is Newtown Barbers yeah, in Trowbridge. Book for John. No. <laughs> Ignore the others. Just book yeah, for John. Just, just for me. Except if I'm in there, because then I've got a queue of three or four people yeah. all wanting John. So that's at, it. at that that's point it. there, I'll, I'll have to find out when he's not busy. Because uh, <laughs> he hasn't said that live on radio, which is quite good for me, I think. And I'll, I'll go on one of those occasions. Uh, we can have another little break for music. When we come back, it's the all-important quick fire round, which I'll be honest, as always... The guests are always very nervous about. So a uh, quick fire round comes right up after this. Uh. The Nursery Hilberton. It's Richard Bovison here until midday today. It's time for the quick fire round with John. John, how are you feeling about this? Uh, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally fiddling with his keys and everything. He's, he's probably nervous. He's not even looking at me. I'm quite scared now myself. It'll be fine. Now, I do tell you the first one, and this is quite a well-known question for those okay. regular listeners to the show. Right. So, John, what is your favourite ice cream? Favourite ice cream? Yeah. If I have a go-to ice cream... Chocolate chip. Chocolate chips. Yeah. And not just chocolate, but it's got to have the chips in there yeah, as well. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Any particular manufacturer? No. Your ben and Jerry's or Hagen Dazs or anything any, like that? Any, any. Just chocolate. Yeah. Love a bit of chocolate. Got to. Very nice. Uh, are you tidy or messy? <laughs> I can See, tell I, by the answer I, I already. Th- I would think I'm tidy, but Helen would definitely say i'm messy so is she screaming at the radio now going you are not tidy john yeah Yeah. i would say that okay and i have to say your your area around your your actual chair Mm. um is is a mixture yeah (laughs) let's go with that okay some bits are very organized yeah and some bits are just (laughs) chaos it's like my life (laughs) (laughs) hannah would vouch for that hannah would vouch for that one as well right Uh, love or hate roller coasters um, I've done one roller coaster that was up in Blackpool at Pepsi Max. I've okay, done that. 
petrified me. Right? Not, not a chance. So you're not going back on roller coasters no. anytime soon? No. Okay. No. We're, we're thinking about going to Disneyland Paris soon. Good and uh, yeah, I, I still have that memory for me of being in the queue and my, my wife at the time. Yeah. We'd been queuing for an hour yeah. and she was petrified as well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at the end of the queue when she was facing me, so yeah. she couldn't see this happening. You saw the actual roller coaster going upside down. Yeah. Um, and I kept her facing the wrong way for quite some time. And then okay. eventually, and we'd been queuing for an hour, eventually she turned around and saw it, immediately left. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she never I, went on one. But there we go. Blimey. There we go. Right. Do you hang your toilet roll over the top or behind the back? Now you're thinking, aren't you? I am thinking. You are. Because... Um... It's like the most difficult question in the world for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm going to sound really bad, but Helen does uh, changes. The <laughs> you can't around. tell me that in all the years <laughs> that you've never changed a toilet roll. I just put it there. As long as it does its job, um, I'm, I'm You've happy. never noticed. I've never noticed. <laughs> I have never, ever noticed. Tonight, when I get in... I will. You're going to have check. a look, aren't you? Yeah, You're going to see. Is it hanging over the top yeah. or behind the back? So there we go. So yeah, I've never. <laughs> You've never noticed. So these things over, are over new the to top. you. It's over the top. Is, oh, now you go. So yeah. I can see the memory coming in. Over the top. Over the top. There we go. Uh, do you eat your chocolate from the fridge or the cupboard? If you eat oh, chocolate, cu- cupboard, cupboard. Yeah, that, that's a definite answer. So you've no idea about toilet rolls, but chocolate, absolutely. Yeah. Cupboard. Okay, why is that then? Because. If you put it in the fridge, it just goes rock hard. I know. My mother-in-law, she puts it in the fridge. Okay. And I, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. Obviously, you love your mother-in-law to pieces. Goes yeah. without saying. Yeah. Except for the chocolate. Except for the chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Odd. I, I have to say, I'm a fridge person myself. Are you? Yeah. It's the only way I can stop my wife eating it, because she likes it from the cupboard Does as well. She? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I like the crunch. It's just so hard. Yeah. That's what I like. Uh. I like the crunch. Until you a tooth comes out, and then you'd be straight in the cupboard. I've even gone to the point of Quality Street. You know, you have the long toffee ones. Yeah. I've even gone to the point of putting those in the freezer. Really? Yeah, in the freezer. Yeah, so it properly crunches and it takes takes much longer to eat. So there we go. Uh, do you make your bed in the morning? No, because the girls are still in there. I was going to say yeah, you're yeah. still. They're still sleeping they're away, still aren't sleeping. they? So are you saying that Helen doesn't get up? at four o'clock to go to the gym uh, with you no there'd be a death in the household <laughs> <laughs> yeah she likes her sleep does she yeah. okay fair enough yeah. so so you don't make your bed in the morning fair yeah. enough follow-up question to that though is yeah. are there any cushions on your bed no no cushions a one oh no 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 because no. it's, it's a very male female thing i will say this live on the radio yeah. a lot of men would go i wouldn't have cushions a lot of ladies would go i want cushions why ha- would you want cushions on your bed because they're uh, always on the floor well by the- i agree with you on yeah. that we have six cushions on our bed every really? morning i make it every night before we go to bed i chuck them away yeah. onto the floor and they make the floor messy and i trip over them yeah but there we when go. You go to the toilet at four o'clock. absolutely yeah when you're getting up for the gym <laughs> um, <laughs> what is your favorite breakfast Favourite breakfast. breakfast. If you had one breakfast to choose. You had porridge um, this morning, I believe. Yeah, I had porridge this morning. I do like a good fry-up. Okay. Yeah, I do. And are there any particular ingredients in the yeah, fry-up you have pudding. to have? Black pudding. Yeah. See, I've never got that. Oh. See, I, I have to say I'm vegetarian, yes. so I've, I've never eaten black pudding. Mm. But I don't quite understand it. No. It's... um. But yeah, I can understand bacon and sausages yeah. and all of that. It's got to be spicy as well. It's right. It's got to have good herbs in it okay yeah i don't know if they do a vegetarian black pudding they do a vegetarian most things but mm. i don't know about vegetarian black pudding That'd be interesting wouldn't it the weirdest vegetarian food i've ever eaten yeah. uh, linda mccartney once i don't think they still do it. they did vegetarian prawns how, how? And, and it was it was very weird because they started off um kind of the gray color of prawns right. and then as you cooked them they turned pink yeah um but they were just like eating an elastic band Ugh. they were just not oh, very nice nasty. at all, but there we go. Um, right. What is your go-to, if you had to do it, what is your go-to karaoke song? So you said earlier you don't have a great oh, swinging voice, but if I you had to do karaoke... If I had to do if you had to, and screaming... Yeah, yeah. It would be... Go on, you've got to come up with an answer. I have, haven't I? Yeah. It would be... So, I, I, oh. 
different one. You don't know. We no. can come back to it if you want. Yeah, we'll come back to yeah, that one. Yeah, come back to that yeah. one. So go to karaoke song. Yeah. We'll come back to it, okay? Uh, Favourite TV programme or film? It could be current, it could be in past, wherever it may be. <sighs> See, I don't really watch much TV. And okay. the boys in the salon, in the, in the shop, I don't watch many films. The last film I went to watch was the Creed. Okay, yeah. And I fell asleep in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should catch up on them. There's yeah. Creed, I think we're on Creed <laughs> 3 now as well. It? Yeah. No, no. They've but all no, been really good. No, no. No, not a TV programme. I ha- what? Helen makes me what, sit through Made in Chelsea. Okay. Yeah. And you've admitted that now. I have admitted that, yeah. <laughs> My God. I feel too comfortable. <laughs> That's okay. I once had to admit that I did watch Love Island once. Did so, you? Uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't my finest moment. Oh. But uh, so Made in Chelsea. So yeah. of all the things in the world it could have been, it fell asleep to Creed. Been, yeah, I know. As, a boxer, oh. as an ex-boxer, you fell asleep to Creed, but you're happy to watch Made in <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> I think your credibility has just been <laughs> ripped apart. It's just gone, hasn't it? <laughs> it's gone. Jesus. Uh, if you came back in your next life yeah. as an animal, yeah. which one would you be and why? A bird. A bird. Thank yeah. mercy it's not a cat. Okay. No, People a bird. keep saying a cat. What type of bird? Oh, top of the food chain. Okay, which is what? Oh, I would say like an eagle. So an eagle. A bird of prey. Bird of Prey. Yeah, now, we yeah. we went to the Hawk Conservancy the other day. I don't know if you've ever been there or no. not. It's down near Andover. Okay. Fantastic place to go to. Um, yeah. Do a lot about vultures down there, and it's brilliant. Oh, right. And I didn't know this fact about birds of prey, which mm. I don't know if you know about this. Do you know why they're called birds of prey? No. So they are called birds of prey because whenever they get their prey, they get them with their claws. All right. And that's what specifies them being a bird of prey. So an eagle, as it gets its prey, will get it with its claws, mm. not its beak. And that's oh. what classifies them as a bird of prey. Wow. Interesting facts on the radio here on Radio Bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I come up in a pub quiz or something. You never know, do you? you? Know. And your last question, actually not your last question, have we come back to the karaoke oh, one? Karaoke. Have you got any ideas on karaoke? What type? I mean, we mentioned Emily Sande, but she's quite tough to sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you could do a joint one, so you've got Greece or something like that if you joined in a group. I would have to have a few beers on board. Yeah, well that's so natural. It, uh, what was that top loader song? Dancing in the Moonlight. Yeah, probably okay. something like that. Because so, I could scream that. You can that scream would... that song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for the benefit of the tape, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this question, Go but on. are you going to give us a quick rendition no. now? Okay. No. I, I thought <laughs> that might be the chance. answer. <laughs> <laughs> when we have live lounges in here, they almost feel obliged to do it. Oh, and really? Yeah, they kind of go, oh, damn, I've been singing earlier. I've now got to sing somebody else's song. Uh, okay. so, uh, so, yeah. And your last question, John Ooh. Barber from Newtown Barbers in yes. Trowbridge. And that is, where is your happy place? My happy place, Mid Wales. Mid Wales. Yeah, okay, so why Mid Wales then? We just go up there. We've we rent a nice little cottage in the middle of nowhere, and lovely walks. No phone signal. Open fire. And this is with Helen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. make sure that you can yeah, get home with tonight family, yeah. with family. Just yeah. to make sure it's not by yourself. Not or, by myself. Okay. Yeah, and we just chill out, and that's it. Just get away. Bit of chilling out in mid Wales. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sounds absolutely amazing. John, you've been amazing on today's story to tell. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah. I have. It's been all right. And if anybody wants to see John, he's in Newtown Barbers, which is in Trowbridge, in Newtown, not surprisingly. Yeah. And he does amazing haircuts for gents or some short haircuts for ladies as That's well. It. This has been a story to tell with me, Richard Bovesan. <laughs>